Good morning and welcome to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 and 88 right across the, con- the country on the Faith FM network, positively different new, m- different radio in the morning and you are with the GL team, Gemma yes. and myself, Liam. Good morning. I thought I would try something different and toss it to you to start this morning. That was fun. It was a bit unexpected. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all, but... I think you it went. Real, I think you did well. It went all right. Toss you in the deep end. What are you thankful for today? Okay, this morning it's a bit of a guessing game for you. Oh, okay. Okay, I want you to guess what I'm thankful for, and it's got a little something to do with what I'm wearing, or rather, what I'm not wearing for the first time since I got oh. here to Newcastle. Was I was going to guess your hat because your hat today? Oh no, my hat. I, I'm thankful for my hat. Yeah, I'm wearing okay, a it's wonderful you're not, Batman it's something bucket you're not, hat. Something you're not wearing. What are you? I've worn it. Do you have shoes on? I do, do have, have shoes on. on. I've worn mm. this every single day. Oh, oh, Shell knows what it is. She's pointing to me from behind the booth. Um, it's what's on your arm. It's this, no. this thing. No, no. Okay, okay. we were wrong. I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing a jumper for the first time since oh, I got here. Shell so this morning, ah. I am thankful for the warmer weather. I nice. coming from the tropics. <laughs> I'm a bit of a tough cookie. Um, or, or some people might think I'm not a tough cookie because I've been soaking and complaining about the cold weather. But today, the weather is what I'm thankful for. What are you thankful for this morning, Gemma? I just want to say, don't get used to it, because knowing Newcastle, it might not be warm for much longer. But enjoy today while sure you're I'll not wearing a jumper. A I am thankful for the beach, to be honest. Some yeah, friends right. and I went to the beach last night. We had um, pizza by the beach. It was really cool. That Something interesting to do on a Thursday lovely. night. Yeah, it was really nice. The big spotlights were on the beach so we could see the waves and sit on the sand and went for a walk. It was really cool. Really yeah, nice time good. to just hang out and have dinner and... Yeah. Which um which beach did you go to? Bar Beach. Bar Beach. Newcastle. Excellent beach. You should go check it out considering you're new here. Um yeah, over to you for the weather. Thank you very much. I'm actually I'm not technically new. I'm returning, so I do know where Bar Beach is. <laughs> That's but good. over to the weather. This is a reminder, you're listening to the Delayed Broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. I love how you threw Newcastle in there. I love knowing what the weather's going to be like here today. Well, it's going to be warm, and that's what I'm thankful for. (laughs) What have we got coming up? Uh, Coming up later on, I'm going to be talking about uh, good things happening in our conference. Awesome. In the Adventist Church. Very cool. I'm going to be doing a quick coronavirus update, but right now, here is Anna Weathercup with At The Cross. Someone such as I At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw the light The burden of my heart rolled away And it was there by faith I received my sight And now I am happy all the day Was it for Christ? Grace 
welcome back. That was Anna Weatherup at the cross. We, you're laughing because I, oh, okay, look, between when that song was playing, I realized I pronounced the last name wrong. And I did it yesterday too. I pronounced like three different surnames of people wrong. So I apologize. If you're trying to like Google these songs or find them, don't listen to me because I'm pronouncing their names completely wrong. Text us if you want to know the information for a song because I'm not pronouncing the names right. 0491-064-669 if you're desperate to know who that song was by because I, I messed <laughs> that one up. It. All right. I messed that one up. Okay, let's on to our quiz, quiz, quiz this morning. <laughs> All right, so for our quiz this morning, uh, we are playing for the next book, in the final book in the Conflict of Ages series, yes. The Conflict of... Uh, sorry, The Mercy. That's what we're playing for this morning. Um, Great controversy. So, yeah. Such an awesome book and super relevant to everything that's going on in the moment. Great controversy Indeed. has awesome chapters in there about um, the last days, end of time, what that's going to look like, Jesus' return. Super cool book. Indeed. So, first clue for our quiz this morning. What book am I? The word grace is found most often in this book of the Bible, ooh. a total of 24 times. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So if you think you know the answer, give us a call at 1-800-324-843, or that's 1-800-FAITH-FM, or send us a text at 0491-064-669, and if you know the correct answer, we will be sending you The Great Controversy by Ellen White. And yes, Gemma, that is correct. Oh, well done. first time. First clue. Kyle, I hope you listen to this, because I never, ever She's get very proud of herself right correct now. on the first guess just did. This is because it's one of my favourite books of the Bible. Indeed. That's why I knew, because it's an excellent book. So, yeah, if you know what the answer is, give us a call. Send us a text. On to some positively different news. Positively different news from our own Adventist church in Woo. Australia. Um, so, yesterday, or if you listen to, if you're on the delayed broadcast last Friday, you would have heard Pastor Adrian Rathel. If you're on the live broadcast, it would have been yesterday, um, because today is Friday. Uh, if you want to listen to the live broadcast uh, and you're in an area that gets the delayed broadcast, the best way to do that is to get the Faith FM app. Do that by downloading the Faith FM Australia app and you'll be able to listen to the bright, Make live sure broadcast. Make sure you have... chuck in Australia when you're searching Indeed. for it. Um, and the app, you should be able to find it super easily. It's white with a bit, bunch of red squiggles on it. Indeed. Um, and it says Faith FM. And it says Faith FM. So, you know, you're in the right spot. That's it. But yeah, definitely grab that app. Um, but yeah, last... Uh, in our last program, Pastor Adrian was talking about a bunch of wonderful, amazing resources to make sure that during this time of the coronavirus and where we're going into isolation, we can still stay connected with each other. Uh, but not only that, but stay connected with our church. Um, now, Avondale, uh, sorry, Avondale Conservatorium, mm. they do something called Evensong. Have you heard of Evensong? It's, it's, I have. I absolutely have love Evensong. I went to one of the programs. It was fantastic. Now, the next Evensong that is scheduled is Evensong Ali and Layton. Now, this was scheduled to be in person. It was scheduled to be this coming Saturday, Saturday the 20, uh, 21st. However, due to the coronavirus, they have asked people not to attend the the concert in person, but rather experience the event via Facebook Live. Four cameras uh, will be, will provide the live stream, and Ali and Layton are going to change things up a bit so that it's really a tailored performance for an online-only audience. Mm. Uh, now, if you are looking for encouragement, hope, and rest, they ask you to join them at the Avondale Univer either on the Avondale University 
College Facebook page, the Avondale Conservatorium Facebook page, or the Ali and Leighton Heiss Facebook page from 6pm this Saturday evening for Evensong. That is fantastic. You know, sometimes technology really annoys me. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to go back to a day and age where there were no iPhones. But at the moment, with everything that's happening with coronavirus and events being cancelled, I am so glad and so happy that we have Facebook Live, that we have phones where we can stream stuff and we can still be a part of what's going on, even if we're not there physically. That's so awesome that they're doing that with the concert. Absolutely. Fantastic. So this is for anyone. You know, if, if if you are feeling like you need a little bit of something this Saturday night, then I would strongly encourage you to get onto that. Fantastic. Now, if you are needing a little bit of motivation on Saturday morning, on Sabbath morning, then there's obviously no church that we can physically go to. Mm. However, we do have a bunch of live streaming options. And I've got five different churches that offer five sort of different feels, and I'm going to tell you how to get to those. So, Fantastic. First of all, I've got Warners Bay Adventist Church. If you would like to watch the that live stream, go to Facebook and type into the search bar Warners Bay Adventist Church. Right now, before you keep reading, everybody grab out your phone, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, grab a piece of pen and a paper and write down all of these things because then you can go later and you can find them all on Facebook, give them a like, give them a follow. Yeah, check these guys out. Unless these are you're driving. Awesome. Yeah, you have a good point. Unless you're driving, don't do that then. In which case, keep driving. Or safely pull, pull over. Pull over. There you go. <laughs> and then get out your phone. First one, Warners Bay Church. Second one is Hillview Adventist Church. To get to this one, go to YouTube and type in Hillview Streaming. Uh, next up is Walls End Adventist Church. Uh, again, go to YouTube and type in Walls End Adventist Church. For the Avondale College Church Program, Woo. log on to YouTube and type in Avondale College Church. For the Kingscliff Adventist Church Program, Log on to YouTube and type in Kingscliff Church and go to all those and you'll be able to find where. And I'm going to I'm gonna throw in another one there. Raymond Terrace Mission Adventist Church will also be doing a live stream on Facebook this Saturday morning. So if you want to find them, you just jump on Facebook. That's RTM Church and you will find them as Plenty well. Plenty of different so options. So many options. Endless options. There's more op- options than your typical Sabbath morning because you're not limited to how far you can go in your car. Oh, that's so true. Indeed. Um, so next up on positive news in in the Adventist Church is obviously because we're not going to church, we won't be able to pay tithes and offerings. Now, in the Bible, it says how important it is to pay tithes to the church and to you know help provide for the church and for the things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing, if you are or need help using the e giving app or need help e-giving and you're a first-time user, then there are a couple of options that you can go to. You can either send an email to egiving at myadventist.org. That's egiving at myadventist.org. You can call the e-giving service desk on 02987 3265 between 9am and 5pm Monday to Thursday or 9am to 12 noon on Fridays. You can log on to Facebook at and go to their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash egivingsda and send them a message for help. You can send them a message on WhatsApp at 0424-994-313. You can submit online request forms at egiving.org.au forward slash home forward slash feedback. So really, it, uh, first, if you it, to sum it all up, if you need... Assistance, just log on, to, log on to egiving.org and .au. So many ways to yeah reach out and still connect in that way. That's really, really awesome. And especially because when 
you know, these funds go back into the church. They go out to do things like all these live streams. Like we wouldn't have the possibility to be able to watch all these churches take place from your lounge room in a time like this when if we don't give back. Absolutely. Um, it's it's a wonderful opportunity that all our churches have had to change their thinking and develop new ways to, yep. to spread God's message. And you can be a part of that blessing yourself. Amazing. Absolutely. Um, now, my final bit of Adventist news is right here on Faith FM. Uh, it'll be brief because Lyle is going to talk about this in he, the Encounter with God segment later in the program. But we are planning on doing a Sabbath school program on Sabbath morning. Um, so, yeah, we'll, Lyle will, will talk in more detail about that. And this is going to be... And this is going to be done live. Yes, live live oh, in the morning awesome. and you'll be able to interact, send in messages and call in to try and uh, to just be an interactive Sabbath school program. Oh, that's so cool. Indeed. Um, so, yeah, that's all the news I've got from the Adventist world. But moving on to more specifically coronavirus and the things that are happening there. I love sport and this has got a little bit to do with sport. Shane mm. Warne. Do you, do you know who Shane Warne is? I do. He has a gin company, an alcoholic gin company. Now, mm-hmm. we do not support uh, the consumption of alcohol. However, we do support when you use your skills to benefit others. Okay, Now, that's cool. what Shane Warne has done here. He has got his gin factory to be transformed into an alcohol sanitizer oh, dispensing company. Yes, so so clever. Yeah. So, he, it, I believe the factory is in Western Australia, so they have chosen a bunch of... A, a, Two, I think, hospitals that they are going to be selling their uh, their, their new product to at a, a discounted price, mm-hmm. and to just to really make sure that in in this time, I, I, in my personal belief, I don't think alcohol is the answer, and I think it's also our face. Our, uh, uh, yeah. It's such a better use of Indeed. the equipment in that time to be making hand sanitizer, especially in a time like this. That's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Now, on the topic of Ali and Leighton that I was talking about before, the next song that we have for you is by Ali and Leighton Heiss, and this is Love Takes Time. Please don't wash my feet. Wash me all over
Alien Lighten Heist there with Love Takes Time. Here we go. Clue number Next two clue. for our quiz this morning. This is a quote from this book. But they were broken off because of unbelief and you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but be afraid. What book is that from? If you know what book in the Bible that comes from, send us a text at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or send us a text at 0491-064-669. Awesome. And the prize today is a copy of The Great Controversy. It is still Fantastic book. Last one of the series that we have been going through all this week. Yeah, call in if you know what the answer is. That was a pretty good quote, though. I'm pretty sure you guys could figure it out from that quote. Well, you got it from the first clue, so that must mean it's pretty good. It's a pretty easy one. It's a pretty great book, too. There we go. Yeah. What have you got for us this morning, Gemma? I have a coronavirus update. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Are you still a little bit excited about them? Um, but it's just it's it's just become part of natural news now. I think it has. It truly has. I definitely think it'll be interesting in the years to come to see how coronavirus has shaped our culture. Yeah, it in, used to be like, oh, way, what's happened now? What's happened now? But it's just it's more sadness. Just yeah, regular. Yeah. Just. But I have some good news. Oh, I that's have good. a little bit of good news in that's my good. coronavirus update. So we're going to go country by country, and we're going to look at what's been happening, and then we'll finish with Australia, um, and give you the local update. Starting in Italy, though, Italy has had, uh. A lot of trouble. Italy has been one of the hardest hit countries in the world since the coronavirus began to spread. Um, so Italy has actually hit a very sad milestone yesterday. Uh, Italy has announced that the deaths from the virus have soared to 3,405, which actually passes the toll of China. So Italy have now had more deaths due to the coronavirus than China which is tragic. Wow. So not a not a huge, great milestone that we've hit. Um, I think that's a little bit ironic, considering that, in my opinion, uh, the the view the, what's the, the the mindset of the Italians is probably the most positive. That's true. Yeah, I think the way that they're handling this uh, and the way that their country has set up, you know, procedures and things like that, they're keeping very positive yeah. and trying to, you know, do what they can in a difficult situation. As opposed um, to here in Australia where everyone's going to the supermarket and, and, and having panic, and panic panicking and, and fighting over toilet paper. Very true. Um, moving over to the United States now. They have had in the States the number of cases soared yesterday past 10,000. That is a 40% increase in the space of 24 hours. 40%. Increase of cases in 24 hours. Wow. Manic. That is absolutely crazy. Now, a number of state leaders uh, have become uh, infected, um, which led to an order coming out Thursday night that all schools and gyms are to be shut. Any social meeting of more than 10 people are to be banned. Now, this comes um, into effect across a number of different states. This isn't nationwide. Um, These are just individual states that have said, hey, we've got more cases here or... um, yeah, the chances of contamination here are stronger because we've had more cases in this particular state than others. So this isn't a nationwide effect, but um, specifically there are a couple of states um, that have said, you know what, we need to we need to be more strict. Um, we've had, yeah, because of the 40% increase, because, you know, there are some um, state leaders and things like that were very, you know, hesitant to put this into place. But, you know, they also realized we need to do what's going to be best for the people. We need to do what's going to keep people safe, keep people protected, keep people healthy. So, uh, yeah, all gyms, all schools are closing 
down. Um, any social gathering of more than 10 people. Here in Australia at the moment, it is any social gathering of more than 100 people, which is banned, but in the States they've taken it to 10 people or more. Convening in a public space is not to happen. Oh, wow. Which is a They're little really bit scary. cranking down. Which is probably a very good thing. Uh, the United States is also taking steps to prepare for this pandemic to last up to 18 months or longer. Um, yeah, they're, they're getting ready. They're getting prepared, which I think is honestly a really good thing that they're putting these rules and regulations into place because ultimately the reasons for the rules and regulations are for our health, you know, are for the, the health and the safety of those people who live there. Yep. Uh, moving on to China now, there is actually some slightly good news coming out of China right? in regards to the coronavirus, which is fantastic. There are no new locally transmitted infections for the first time in China since the outbreak of the virus. That, that's good news. That is absolutely fantastic news. No new locally transmitted. So in the last 24 hours in China, there were 34 new cases. Yeah. Okay. Um. However, all of these cases, so all the 34 people that have been infected, are imported from overseas. So these are people that are returning home. Right. Or have recently been travelling or have come back and they've yeah, done yeah. their two weeks quarantine. Yeah. And in that two weeks, they've, they've been, been yeah. tested positively. But actually, in the entirety of China, within the last 24 hours, there have been no new locally infections, which is fantastic, which that, is actually amazing news, yeah. incredible news. That means that what they're doing in regards to their policies about... Um, self-isolation and quarantine is working. Yeah. That means the steps and the procedures that they have put in place as a country are working positively. They're doing what they're meant to do. People are staying safe and there have been no new cases. And that is actually one of the best and fantastic pieces of news that's come out of China to do with the coronavirus in a long time mm. since this thing started. So that's absolutely fantastic. Moving a little bit closer to home now, the last country to give us an update on coronavirus would be here in Australia. Now, we don't have as much good news as come out of China. Queensland and Western Australia have announced their biggest surge on Thursday with 50 new cases reported in Queensland. Yes, it was revealed yesterday that mm. the first confirmed case in far north Queensland, my home in Cairns Hospital, oh. there is a confirmed case of coronavirus. So, at that, yeah, that's hit home for me, certainly. You're a Queenslander through and through. I am indeed. <laughs> so there are 50 new cases reported in Queensland, which makes its total 144. And yesterday there were 17 new cases reported in Western Australia, making its total 52. So just some figures and numbers for the entirety of Australia. At the moment, all of Australia has 709 confirmed cases, with the majority of those in New South Wales. Yeah, and I think that's because... it. New South Wales is probably one of the biggest tourist hotspots. Yeah, I was talking to one of my lecturers at college yesterday. We were talking about the statistics and the, the spread of the virus around yeah. Australia. We were trying to figure out why New South Wales has kind of taken the brunt force. But then we were like, oh, well, you've got Sydney, which is the, you know, when people fly to Australia, you know, Sydney is kind of the hub for international travel. Melbourne's pretty big too. Like, yep. I mean, Melbourne's got an international airport and they're pretty big as well. But yeah, Sydney... Sydney's where it's at. I mean, Sydney's not the capital, but Sydney is our largest city. So, yeah. you know, it would make sense that uh, the majority of the cases are coming from, from Sydney and from the Central Coast area, the New South Wales. So... I don't think a lot of the tourists even know what Canberra is. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Canberra doesn't get a lot of attention when it comes to being our capital city. I mean, yeah. Sorry, Canberra. Um, but yeah, highest, highest uh, confirmed cases are in New South Wales. Um, 
There was a wedding that took place recently in Wollongong. Social media star Jimmy Neggles and his wife now, Emma Medicaf. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing names wrong. I'm really bad at surnames. Um, it's been your they morning had for that. Their, well, it has been my morning for that. It's been my week for that. Um, they have had their wedding recently in Wollongong. And the problem with this was there have been now 31 people who attended that wedding who have been positively tested for the coronavirus which is very, very so sad. So, in regard to percentages, that, I'd imagine, would be quite a significant amount. Yes. So the wedding was a big wedding. It was a big wedding. I don't have the numbers or, you know, statistics of percentages yeah. of how many people, you know, attended the wedding, but 31 people that were at the wedding have been positively, uh, yeah, tested and confirmed to have coronavirus. Uh, new hus- newlyweds, husband and wife, are getting tests uh, done at the moment. Um, that hasn't been made public at this point yet, and the tests are still underway. But um, an additional five guests have travelled interstate. So the wedding was in Wollongong, New South Wales, on the coast near wow. where New South Wales, but five uh, guests who were at the wedding have now travelled interstate and all five of them have later been confirmed that they had the virus, bringing the total number of cases from this wedding to 35. The New South Wales Health Department, though, has worked with the other states and territories to notify all the attendees at the wedding of their potential exposure and the need to quarantine themselves. So... New South Wales Health is doing a fantastic job reaching out to the people that had attended that wedding because um, there were some, yeah, high high names <laughs> in yeah, that uh, attendees of that, of that wedding. Um, so, yeah, New South Wales Health is aware of who the five people are that have travelled uh, interstate and uh, are doing the best they can to kind of contain that situation to the best they can. So I just want to say while we're here, this is a reminder that the restrictions that are put in place for us living in New South Wales and, you know, Australia as a whole, we need to take seriously. The rules and guidelines that have been put into place, the self-isolation, um, quarantine are for our own safety and for the safety of others. Yeah. And I think that's something we really need to take seriously. Indeed. Yeah, look, I, I watched a, a video yesterday that uh, by Mark Rover that just explained how crazy it is the the germs spread in a grade three school classroom. Mm. So crazy times we're in. But uh, coming up next, we have got CC Wahans never have to be alone. And after that, we have got our ist- uh, our guest interview of the day, speaking about Genesis. Love 
CC Winans there with Never Have to Be Alone. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. You're with Gemma and Liam. Now we're on to our next clue for this morning's quiz. Uh, here we go. Nobody has snapped up the prize yet, so you've still got an option. You've still got a chance to call us in to get your hands on a copy of The Great Controversy by Ellen White. Clue what? number three. What book am I? Terms such as glorified, justified, redemption, sanctified, called... Predestined and atonement are all found in this book. Ooh, there's some good keywords in there. There are some good themes. So if you know which book of the Bible talks about these themes, which book of the Bible has these words used most often, don't forget to give us a call, 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM, and you will get your hands on a copy of The Great Controversy. Fantastic book. Now, another book that we've been looking at with Baron Newstratton. Good morning, Baron. How are you? Good morning, Lyle. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, we're looking. We've been looking at Genesis. So, in yeah. particular, we're we're moving to Genesis chapter seven today, which focuses on the flood, the flood that covered the earth. Um, so, yeah, over to you, Berend. Yeah, the interesting thing is the is particularly the account when you look at an account that is three and a half thousand years old uh, here, Lyle, and. Uh, how it describes how it occurred, how it presented uh, uh, all the facts is an amazing document because when we look when we look at the geological columns of this planet, wherever you go, it must be clear to any observer that there was a catastrophe of a flood because the 
whole paleontology, that is the fossil records of flora and fauna, depends on the fact that there was a global disaster spot that uh, encased all the, 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 the specimens that we still find today. And uh, the account as it is given there in Genesis, particularly the seventh chapter, is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Indeed. And fits in so well with what we see and observe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar that... We're sort of going through our own bit of a, a flood of coronavirus at the moment, so it's kind of interesting to see to to try and draw draw comparisons to to what happened in Bible times and, and what's happening now. Um, obviously, it's very very different. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it's it's what I've seen and the, the the things that I've sort of taken from the story of Noah. I've I've often heard. Um, things spoken about specifically evolution and, and how people talk about that so what are some things that that you've seen in regards to to that sort of a topic in, that you've taken from genesis chapter 7 yeah look uh, it was a very different world the, the 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 world before the flood didn't really most likely know the viruses that you and i know today that Indeed. can so impact our societies because that is really a deterioration of microbiological life that took uh, obviously decades or obviously hundreds and hundreds of years to develop. But the, the uh, longevity of the people, and this again is so encased in the Genesis account, the longevity of the people indicate that the constitution of mankind was far superior than it is today. And uh, that may also be in part of not just a more conducive environment to grow to an old age, and I can list a number of reasons why that would be the case. But I also believe the constitution of mankind was better, mm. stronger, and healthier. And uh, and so a very different world. What is interesting, Lyle, is that that despite all the blessings that they were surrounded with a superior environment, that in fact that that the, the violence increased. That God actually decided uh, to to destroy not just mankind but also all that drew breath, and uh, that He said there in, in in chapter six, as we discussed last time, that God said, "My spirit shall not strive with man forever," and then, then He gives a certain amount of time, and that is the uh, the interesting part is that. The better circumstances, conditions, did not do anything to elevate the moral status of mankind. In fact, there appeared to have been an accumulation of uh, a nature that was very violent. Mm. So you're saying the better conditions that existed uh, pre-flood is what enabled people to live into the you know hundreds and hundreds of years old, which we, we don't see today anymore. Um, yeah. But it, it was also a factor in the way that um, you know people became so defiled that there was a point yeah. where there needed to be a flood. So there was a positive I mean, and a negative case to that. Yeah. See, I think that, that obviously uh, God left it. And here is a principle that I think that may also apply to the to the world that we live in right now, and that must surely come to an end, uh, inevitably so, is that because of the righteousness of some of the people, God preserves the human race. If you look at that, say, in the days of Noah, Noah just eight people into the ark. It was those eight people that, that I suppose 
you could say, were the reason that God continued with this world. Um, and God left it to the very last, uh, that he couldn't do anything else with anybody else. But there was only righteous Noah and, and his family. And I think of the, the, the case of Abram and uh, discussing with the Lord as he appeared to him there at the Oaks of Mamre about Sodom and Gomorrah. It was the ten righteous, for the sake of the ten righteous, uh, it would not have been destroyed. Mm. Uh, and so maybe we come in, in this world to a very similar situation where a certain righteousness that God seeks and expects of us does not prevail and there's nothing else, nothing more that God could do to change the mind of the society that... Uh, that we are living in. Mm, that's a very cool parallel that I've never thought about before. Yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah, when God says, you know, there have to be a certain amount of righteous people, you know, for, for you know for me to act and save them in this way. And that's the same Correct. with Noah yes. and his family, that they were like, there have to be a certain amount of righteous people before I can, you know, step in and do something. And the parallel of that uh, in today's time as well, that's, yeah, such a really cool yeah. point. I've never thought about that before. That's incredible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so here we are in, in the living the days that we live in. They're fascinating times, really. And it's very hard to imagine that you could have a proper evaluation of the world that we live in without uh, the Bible mm. and the intent as uh, as God has for us uh, and makes plain in the Bible. It would not make any sense, really. Mm. But the seventh chapter is an, an amazing account and... Uh, I, if if the, anybody asked me what is the key verse in the seventh chapter, I would ask people to consider the eleventh verse of the seventh chapter, that it says in the six hundred years of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, was it exquisitely dated with his age. Mm. On that day, all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and that's an act of God which caused the instability of the Earth's crust and tremendous, incredible reservoirs of water that now came in touch because the cisterns were broken with the, what's called the asthenosphere, the molten lava, mm -hmm. that would have produced an enormous, an enormous instability in the Earth's crust uh, because uh, water, once it gets heated, the, the power is absolutely enormous mm. of the... Uh, Mount St. Helen was a prime example. The, the top of the mountain was blew off. That was all steam. And mm. um, it's amazing what might have happened. And the evidence is globally, wherever you go, so that the windows of heaven were open. So the tremendous impurities that were bursted into the atmosphere must have affected the swaddling cloth that was all around the earth, the water that were in the upper layers of our strata, and uh, it caused, obviously, rain, because rain cannot be formed unless there are impurities in the air. And prior to this, there would not have been any. And so you look at a statement like this, which is scientifically so correct, so apt, so applicable, mm. and uh, so explanatory to what we see. And uh, there was an incessant rain for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm. And uh, that must have tremendously contributed to the destruction of the Earth's surface as it was mm. prior to the flood. We can look at this chapter and we can see evidence for the flood and we can see that the, the account of what happened um, 
you know, matches scientifically with what you've just spoken about, like water and heat and how, you know, the, the breaking apart. What would you say to people who argue that the flood couldn't have happened, that there's no evidence for the flood, um, that it was that's just a story, that it didn't actually literally happen? Yeah. Well, there, is a, there was a guy by the name of uh, 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 Joan Tolbergish, an American biochemist, a very prominent member of the creationist movement. But mm-hmm. he said this, he piled together the stories all over the world collected from ancient uh, from ancient beliefs and systems and uh, 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 stories and he found hundreds hundreds of stories of the great flood and when he compiled it and collated that he was amazed about what they had in common so that these stories all around the globe to primitive societies including Including uh, uh, the, the Aborigines' uh, account of the uh, of of the flood, mm-hmm. and it's to be found everywhere. But there's more than 270 stories from different countries oh, wow. around the world about a devastating flood. There's a lot of things in common. Now that could only have happened if it actually had occurred. Mm-hmm. But having said that, if you ask me, could I prove it from the geological columns? Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow! Absolutely. The the evidence is so overwhelming, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, there you go. It truly is. It truly is. Um, you know, when you find coral reefs within the Antarctic and Arctic circles, mm-hmm. and we know that that requires a temperature of water of about 24 degrees Celsius, but it, and it's not mobile, so clearly something disastrous must have happened. When you find uh, fossilized sea life, on mountain ranges, all major mountain ranges. So that means that those tops of the mountains at one stage or another were the bottom of the oceans before. Now, that can only happen with a gigantic cataclysmic uh, movement of the Earth's crust. The evidence Um, seems to be overwhelming. Like, there is no way that you could deny that a global flood occurred. No, and the remarkable thing is, I'll give you the best one, which to me... If you look at the carbon that is on the top of the surface of our planet, the troposphere, mm-hmm. compare it with that which has been buried. That is just coal. And you find tremendous coal deposits in uh, Arctic circles and Antarctic circles. When you, when you look at that, the ratio that is estimated from the carbon that is on the surface of the planet in our troposphere uh, to what has been buried is a ratio one to 174. And the interesting thing is, and this is the key, all coal has carbon-14 dating reading. That means it must have existed altogether at one given time and been buried at one given time. The proof is undeniable. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Solid evidence right there. That's that's incredible. Um, you Absolutely. mentioned you mentioned before a number of characteristics um, that existed pre-flood that allowed human beings to live for so long for hundreds of hundreds of years, and then the effect that the flood had, so that that didn't that doesn't happen anymore, that doesn't occur anymore. Could you talk through some of those some of those uh, yeah impacts? Well, it's like this. So there were eight peoples on the ark. If you consider Noah and then Mrs. Noah, mm-hmm. the three sons, Shem, Ham, and Yafet, and we don't know the names of their wives. So there are three sons from the same family. You look at the gene pool that is significantly smaller. Mm. 
as those. And so what would happen that would weaken the human genome? And when you look at the ages of the patriarchs after the flood, uh, from before the flood, you can see an enormous difference developing very quickly. There are hundreds mm. of years later, a uh, hundred years is, is a very uh, old age. And then go another 400 years, you'll find that you come to King David and uh, truly, uh, uh, you know, 73 score and 10 was a good deal. Mm. Um, it's amazing how the deterioration of the human race so well recorded and we're talking thousands of years ago when this was written yeah and how could anybody come up with that even with an intent of making a story mm. the details will indicate that this is a very from a biological point of view an absolute natural development that found place and is described in the bible the book of genesis mm. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. It's been awesome digging into Genesis chapter 7 and talking about the flood. Definitely learnt some new things today and that evidence, undeniable. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, this next You're song, welcome. Thank you. This next song coming up is Chris Rice, My Cathedral. Days of childhood, playing in the deep woods, stomping through the creek and feeling oh so much alive. Camping in the forest, we join the cricket chorus and hum our songs of gratitude around a crackling fire. And out here in the stillness, I found my house of worship. With column trees and canopy of stars Here in my cathedral It was beneath the blue skies I ran down to be baptized I felt the river wash me clean And dried beneath the sun and to this day believing Wide awake or dreaming I scan the ancient sky And understand where I belong Cause out here in the stillness I find my house of worship With column trees and canopy of stars Here in my cathedral This is where I find my Melting soul, and thank you for the rain. Wrote the psalms that fill the air. Herald angels sang their prayer out beneath your darling constellations. So let me often wander in robin song and thunder. Surrounding me with stained glass leaves that change with every breeze And out here in the stillness I'll find my house of worship With column trees and canopy of stars Here in my cathedral
Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5, designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. to Faith FM, positively different radio. If you've been enjoying Faith FM radio, then we'd like to invite you to be part of our family of faith at the King Island Seventh-day Adventist Church. We meet at 9am every Saturday morning at 4 Albert Street, Curry, to spend time together studying God's Word and growing closer as friends. For more information or if you have any questions, call Pastor Barry on 0409 416 697. That's 0409 416 697. Can't wait to meet you. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they nailed him to a tree? Were you Sometimes I feel like shouting glory 